0: visit roberthalf.com today.
1: Who wants breakouts? We all do. Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in Five. Welcome in to FBT in Five. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Thursday, July 21st. I am Frank Sample, joined by Chris Towers, and let's use first half breakout archetypes to predict second half breakouts. So Dansby Swanson has been amazing so far in the first half. He had some prospect pedigree. He's flashed a little bit in the past. Chris, do you see a player that can break out in a similar mold as Dansby Swanson?
2: Yeah, I think Cabrian Hayes, if you listen to the full Fantasy Baseball Today podcast, you know that I like Cabrian Hayes quite a bit, probably. At least the way this season has gone, too much. But Cabrian Hayes, I just he's got good plate discipline. He's an outrageously good defender, which doesn't necessarily matter for our per- prospect purposes, but you know, Makes him a good baseball player. He's fast, he runs, uh, and he hits the ball really hard. Cabrian Hayes is consistently putting up very solid, you know, 80 90th percentile average exit velocity, and he just hits the ball on the ground too much. And so he's only got the four home runs. I think there's the potential for just very small tweaks in his game to, you know, really pay dividends. And I'm going to keep trying to buy Cabrian Hayes and see if he breaks out because, you know, he could be a a 2020 guy with a good batting average in a best-case scenario. All right. And I'll also throw out Jesse Winker, who yep. we've seen the last couple of games before the All-Star break starting to show some signs after coming back from that suspension. He kind of reworked his batting stance. I think his setup is a little more uh, up and down. And... Hit two home runs in his first game. First two games back It was a doubleheader and then had multiple hits in the next game. So I do think there's some signs of Jesse Winker coming around. He's been a very good hitter the past couple of years. Seattle hasn't been kind to him, but I think he'll be better in the second half.
1: I'm going to stick with the Mariners and I will give you Mitch Hanniger. Hopefully he returns by the end of July. He's been out a couple of months with his ankle injury, but we've seen big power in the past and some really productive seasons from Mitch Hanniger. So he's uh, entering... The final year, yeah, he's currently in the final year of his contract. So, you yeah, know, I think he needs a big last couple of months here and, and try and get a nice little contract in the offseason. Julio Rodriguez, one of the top prospects in the game coming into the season. He obviously is the breakout in the first half. Chris, is there a prospect or two that you could see having a much better second half?
2: Yeah, I would... <laughs> throw out Spencer Torkelson, who was kind of the other top prospect, along with Jared Kelnick, who I'll also throw out there in drafts this season. You know, them, Bobby Witt, Julio Rodriguez were the top rookies we were targeting, and Torque hasn't shown much at the major league level. You know, he's got, like, average plate discipline right now. He's got, you know, average-ish quality of contact metrics, but the one thing I really like is... The underlying plate discipline stuff, the, the chase rate, the whiff rate, that actually rates out really well. And he's managed to do that while having, you know, the average-ish quality of contact metrics. We know he's a very talented hitter who can hit the ball very hard when he gets into it. And I just think there's a chance that things are going to click for him and he's going to put up big numbers. And then Kelnick, I mean, he's hitting really well in A, and maybe he's just a quad A guy. You know, Joe Adele has kind of fallen in that trap recent years, too, although I'm excited to see if he gets an opportunity moving forward, but yeah, Kalanick, it just, he had, you know, one of the hardest hit home runs by a left-handed batter this season. I think it was like 115 miles per hour. So there's obviously still physical talent that he can tap into. And I just think it's, it's worth betting on the post type breakouts like that.
1: Yeah. Look, progress is not linear you hear that a lot it's kind of cliche yes. when we talk about prospects but you know look at byron bucks it, it took him years to kind of get to the player he mm-hmm. is now and even on the pitching side lucas giolito you know it took an entire new organization and new pitching coach to, to figure him, him out so sometimes it, it takes a while for some of these prospects and for me in the second half uh, i do like a detroit tiger as well in riley green he's been leading off for the team he's got good plate discipline he's hitting the ball hard a lot of it is on the ground right now so i think you know one tweak Few more line drives, fly balls. We could see some of that power, uh, and I do think he has speed. So hopefully, some power and speed there for Riley Green here in the second half. The pitchers: Shane O'Mac, Shane McClanahan, one of the biggest breakouts in the first half of the season, and his archetype. You know, he was a prospect coming in. He's got nasty stuff. Chris, is there someone who fits that mold that you like buying for the second half?
2: Yeah, a little peek behind the curtain here. We initially had this as Shane Boz and we had to re-record it after Boz uh, suffered an elbow injury so I'm just gonna you know we'll just replace all mentions of Shane Boz with Max Meyer who is was called up by the Marlins by the time you hear this he'll have made his first start and' Hopefully it went well. We're technically recording this before he starts, but I'm very, very excited to see what Max Meyer can do. He p- throws in the high nineties with his fastball. The slider is like a 70 grade pitch. It's an elite pitch according to the scouts. And the changeup has been really good over the past couple of years. Now that he's developed it, which is what the Marlins do. All these pitchers have great changeups for them. So really excited to see what Max Meyer can do. He's, you know, a top 20 prospect in baseball and a lot of lists uh, entering the midseason And, know could be a real impact arm down the stretch
1: I like Aaron Ashby still Chris I know he dealt with some injuries recently in the forearm and, yeah. you know that's some scary stuff admittedly Concerned. but he throws mid to upper 90s as a left-handed pitcher he's got great secondary stuff gets a ton of whiffs gets a lot of ground balls It does have to rein in the control a little bit, but he pitches for a great organization. The run support should be there. It's a good division to pitch in as well. I think we could uh, could see a big second half from Aaron Ashby, assuming that he can stay healthy. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.